Welcome to the Let's Talk Money and More podcast with me, Leslie Thomas. The aim of the podcast is to get us all talking about money more. Talking about money is still considered to be a taboo. We don't talk about money enough. Women don't talk about money enough. And that needs to stop. In this podcast, my guests and I talk about money, mindset, and how to turn around limiting beliefs, allowing you to develop a healthy, wealthy money mindset. Our relationship with money doesn't just affect our finances, but impacts every aspect of our business. And most of all, our own sense of self-value and self-worth. By mastering your mindset, you can in turn master the money you make in your business. Welcome to the latest episode of Let's Talk Money and More, and the final in the celebratory mini-series of the podcast. My guest for this episode is Charlie Mullins, OBE. Charlie is known as Britain's flushest tradesman and the celebrated founder of Pimlico Plumbers. Last year, in search of new beginnings, he sold his business for a cool £145 million. Now the man who was once a former business advisor to David Cameron and George Osborne is a columnist in the Star newspaper and a talking head on broadcast media on business and political affairs. Since selling his business, Charlie has invested in and become the chairman of Great British Radio, a radio station without any bad news bulletins, designed to cheer up the nation with its roster of comedy, music and celebrity interviews. He has further expanded his property portfolio and invested in the musical career of his fiancée, the singer-songwriter Rara, who is about to release her debut album. Welcome to the podcast, Charlie. Thank you very much for agreeing to come on. Yeah, thanks very much for having me. been looking forward to it. So I'm going to ask you the same question I ask all my guests. What is your money story? Well, it's a big story. It, um, it spreads over 40 years that I've uh, started off as, as, a, as an apprentice plumber. And uh, at that particular time, you didn't get paid hardly any money whatsoever. It was a very, very low paid job. All apprentices are. But I was told then that what you don't earn as an apprentice, you'll earn later in life. And that was true. I'd done my apprenticeship of plumbing and very quickly become a self-employed plumber. And the reason I went into plumbing was in, in the local area where I used to live in, in um, Camden Town, when I was about nine or 10 years of old age, uh, come from a very poor background, working class family, no money whatsoever around. And I met up with a plumber guy in the area that he seemed to be the richest man in the area, had a motorbike, a car, holiday, nice home, jewellery, everything you could think of that money would buy, this guy had. And I used to bunk off school and go and work with him, and I was just so inspired of, of, of what he had. I was also so inspired of the money he was earning. I was inspired with the way the people treated him. They treated him like, a, you know, I'm not going to say a king, but they treated him with so much respect. And they were very wealthy clients that he worked for in Amsterdam, Primrose Hill area. And, and I was just shocked and, and, and amazed at how much money they was giving him. Um, and, and one of the first jobs we went on, he said to me, when he got paid, he said, this is um, this is as much as what your father is earning in a factory for one job. 
and I can't quite remember what the figure was. Um, but that was the going rate, evidently, for a good class plumber. And, and that just inspired me. So as much as I liked not going to school and, and getting my hands dirty, the idea of the money was was a massive, massive inspiration. Um, it's something you don't talk about a lot because that's the way we're brought up, especially from a poor class family. You never talk money. But in the same token, you know, that that's what it was about. You know, I don't. I admit what I'm saying here, but I know it's not something that I go around talking about all day long. But that was my ambition was I just felt what he explained to me was that, you know, I, I didn't really know what the word wealthy was. But he said to me, you'll never be out of work and you'll earn loads of money. And that stuck with me through, you know, um, probably 60, 60 years of, of working. Have I got that right? No, I think I'm like 55 years of working. That stuck with me, um, the, the idea of the money. And um, I see what it gave him in life. And, and and obviously, it can give you a lot more, which you don't really realise until you've got it. So very, very motivated by money. Um, I'm not ashamed of it at all, but it is something that is very difficult to talk about because it appeals to some people and some people it doesn't. Um, but I'm very glad that I've done it and I'm very glad that I can talk about it. And do you still feel uncomfortable talking about money uncomfortable in the right company talking about it um it's very difficult sometimes and it's something that throughout my life i've never i will never bring up money but if somebody brings it up you know i could write a book about it yeah. quite quite easily um i have to make sure who i'm dealing with and who, who's looking for that because you know it can be a, a big burden and it is a burden now i mean you know i say this to anybody you know there's good and bad about it um making lots of money um and the good is you can you, do, you can do what you want you can go where you want uh, the best hotels the best cars chauffeur best apartment or not the best apartment in london but a brilliant apartment in london on the river all of the homes traveling a lot the, the the what it can give you is amazing but there is a downside to it and the downside is you lose a lot of friends and family you lose a lot of things can go on the way you know i, I say anybody that's successful that makes a lot of money Something's going to give on the way. It may be your health, it may be your marriage, it may be family, it may be friends, it may be your mental health. There's something that goes on the way. And, and um, you know, so so there is a disadvantage to working hard and earning lots of money. But the advantages outweigh it by, by far. You know, what went on, on my career, on, on my lifetime was two marriages. And I think um, a lot of that was to do with wanting to succeed and wanting to get more all the time and, not enough hours in the day. And, of course, we enjoyed the, the, the great side of it, but there is a downside to it, and, and it's, not everybody's, um, it's not everybody's cup of tea. But as I say, if I, if I went again, I'd do it bigger and better and quicker and more money and enjoy my life even, even bigger and more than before. I come back to what you said there with regards to, you know, kind of the, the lessons to be learned. But if we go back to that, that first mentor essentially the person the business um and that you aspired to be that you looked up to who showed you the opportunity available what did you do what action did you take at that point in time that led you to build the business that you led yeah well I think the thing I picked up was you know how important is to get an apprenticeship and and, and the words you said you're you're you'll never be out of work and you'll earn lots of money. And that, that was a big, big sort of inspiration. And and all through my apprenticeship where I was earning no money, I'm just keep remembering what, what he was saying to me. Um, and, of course, it, it was, you know, I think 
At that time, plumbers were fairly well paid. They weren't anything brilliant. But I also picked up that he was he was working for wealthy people. Also picked up a lot of the way he conducted himself. You know, he just done everything the right way. Turn up on time, smart. Um, words. Um, uh, very transparent. You know, decent guy kind of thing. And 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 also done a good job and reliable and trustworthy. So I picked up all of them things straight away from him. But I couldn't imagine, I couldn't work out why everybody sort of loved him kind of thing. You know, they've got this problem in their house, boiler not going on a leaking pipe, but, you know, Bill turns up and they're, um, you know, giving him cups of tea and dinner and giving him tips and, you know, can't wait to see you again kind of thing. I was just, I was just sort of amazed uh, and giving him loads of money. You know, it was just, and he used to give me at the time two bob a day, which is 10 pence a day to equivalent today. And he used to also buy us a sort of dinner in the calf, which was egg, egg and chips every day and bread and, and that type of thing. And, all I, I think if all I ever wanted to be was a plumber, all I ever wanted to do was earn money, all I ever wanted to be was like Bill. Um, so as we, we worked on and off probably for 12 or 12 to 18 months, you know, sometimes at weekend and, and what, and, and, you know, mainly when I used to bunk off school. And, uh, you know, we all learned from somebody. And I realized then that, you know, when you're young and, and, and somebody plants the seeds, um, it works kind of thing. It's the best time to plant them, I think, even though it can be later in life. Somebody, you know, we all learn from some somebody, and I've learned that in life. And, um, you know, I always say that if, if Bill would have been a, a bank robber, I would have probably been a bank robber because <laughs> it, was, it was just right. You know, yeah. this was bringing in money. I'm not sure where I've been a successful one. I don't know any successful ones. But um, so so the seeds were, were planted then, and, and, and that was it. And I, and I never sort of forgot throughout my working career, why I go to work, you know, and, and I used to say to myself, you know, I go to work for the money um, and 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 what you can do with that money. It, it was, I don't, you know, I'm not a person that has money and keeps saving it. You know, I spend money. I don't say I spend above my means, but I spend and enjoy life with it and, and, and I value money. Uh, unfortunately, some people think I value money more than anything in, in, in life. And, and that isn't true, but that's people's opinion. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And also, I think, you know, a lot of people, particularly nowadays, don't have the courage to say, I'm doing it for the money. You know, they feel they need to aspire or to at least be talking about publicly, you know, a much, much bigger cause, you know, feeding the planet, finding a cure for cancer, etc. But if you if your reason is to make money, that ripple effect it has on your family, on those around you, on your ability to support other people, that can be a massively and should be a massively motivating statement to own. Uh, undoubtedly it is. And, and, and that's what's happened over the years. You know, many, many people have benefited from the company I formed was Pimlico Plumbers. Um, and that went on from 1979 to 2000. 21 so i sold it last year um october last year um we was turning over 50 mil we employed 450 people um and i sold the business for about 145 million and uh you know that's an amazing figure it's something that you know i never dreamed of if i again I, you know when i started doing this i was very happy just to be a plumber because i knew plumbers were earning very well i knew about bill um and that's probably all i ever wanted to be was a plumber, but also a, a very well-paid plumber. And, um, you know, it progressed from there because of, of my my drive and enthusiasm. And a lot of it was, you know, not not all of it was 
for the money. I mean, I think to be successful, it's also great without the money, you know, to be able to employ people, to be able to, you know, take on apprentices. We we, we had about 1,200 apprentices on over that year and over, sorry, over them years. And, and, and that's a great thing that I bring up because, um, you know, I was given that opportunity to, to know about an apprenticeship and, and I've given that to many people. And even now, it's still something I promote. You know, that's my number one thing that if someone wants some advice from me and they're young, get an apprenticeship and you'll never be out of work, you'll earn loads of money. So there's a lot of people have benefited and, and you know, and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm great with that. You know, the fact that, you know, I don't have to, I don't have to apologise for um, making lots of money. And, 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 you know, there's no reason I will ever, ever do that. What I am grateful for is that I could make lots of money that was fit and able to, and I was shown how to do it. Um, and throughout my career, uh, you know, I still see people, and if I see them doing a good idea, you know, I don't say we copy it exactly, but, you know, we learn from it. And, and you know, there's been a couple of other people in my life and, and that I work with, and, and I regard them as money getters. And, and you could either regard me as, you know, a plumber or successful businessman or a money getter. I don't mind. I mean, you know, money getters are, are, are out there. Um they're few and far between the real top top people, but you know, I'm happy to be labelled as a money guy. And, and from the people I learned off of, um, I've not come across. I've not actually, you know, worked with many people, or if not any, that's a better money getter than me. Um, but of course, they're out there. There's loads of them out there. I meet people all the time, and they're, you know, they're doing this, doing that, and they say, oh, "I want to buy it," and I say, "Look, it's great. You don't have to, you know, like you say, you don't have to apologise for." wanting to buy that so offer better in your life is the better way I'll put it yeah absolutely yeah absolutely yeah. and what was it that took you from wanting to be a plumber who made good money to becoming you know head of a, a massively successful business how did you make that transition yeah that was very difficult because the art, artist thing for me was which people always ask me coming off the tools and working in an office but I had no choice kind of thing because, you know, you can't be the captain of the ship and sort of stoke in the boiler kind of thing. You can only be one place or the other. So I quickly realised where I need to be, even though the academic side is not my great side of it. But, you know, I've got the drive and enthusiasm and, and, and I realised now that's something money can't buy. Um, so I made the transaction very difficult, took a number of years. And then I, I learned to employ people and, and to delegate. And they're, they're all part of making money or being successful. They're not easy things to do, but you just learn. I mean, in the office for the first few years, I was like a tiger in a cage. Couldn't wait to get out of there. But I realised that, you, you know, you've got to have infusion, you've got to have drive, you've got to be able to encourage people. And and, and, and again, throughout the business, another great thing I'd, I'd give a tip to anybody is people that work for you, incentivise them to do better. It's simple. I mean, I don't think business is complicated anyhow, but we complicate it. So I'm very great at incentivizing people financially, whether it be subsidized canteen. This is all the things we had at our company, subsidized canteen, gym, massage, um, uh, roof garden, barbecues, uh, Christmas party, boat party, firework party, um, and also lots of little events where a little bit of charity raising, whether it be the company or the individual. Um and I found, oh, sorry, we also had employees of the month thing, you know, about, I think it was about 25 weeks have a month. We'd give them a £200 voucher for, for Langham's, which is a massive thing. We also used to do incentives of, um, you know, if we had, if we had a, a, a record busy day of the week, you know, we used to take 
two thousand jobs a week, and if one day we take four hundred and twenty in it, beat last year's one on that particular day, we do free lunch in the canteen. And I realised that the incentives you know, that they work basically they work. So, so a lot. Sorry, just to add that. So, a, a, you know, everything that seems to be talking about at the moment is about you know money, getting it and using it, and the value of it. And you know, it, it's you know I say that thing. You know, as Michael Caine says, he's been rich and he's been poor, and he knows which one he prefers. And and, and I'm exactly the same. Absolutely. And I think as well, it's how you utilise that incentive. I think for you know, from, from what you've been saying there, building that sense of community, that sense of camaraderie at work, where people feel valued and feel as though you recognise the value that they are bringing to the organisation, it ends up being a cyclical thing, doesn't it? You know, they they feel valued, therefore they value you, they value what they do, they value their clients, the clients then value the service that they're getting, that builds up the company reputation, and that allows that whole circle to continue in a way that everybody feels they are part of that community. Yeah, look, very much so. And, and, and unfortunately, we don't have too long on, on this to be able to explain everything. And trying to sort of put a 40, 50 years of work life into something like this is difficult. But I'm a great believer of keeping it simple. And you're right, incentives, incentivize people, which means end result is you're benefit by it. And so do so many. And, um, you know, I've also been a great one for wanting to get a nice or having nice houses in the best place and nice apartment and drive Bentleys and, and all the bits that go with it because, you know, yes, if some people it, uh, get fairly put out by it and some people absolutely love it and they see it as a good a good inf- a good sort of drive or a good sort of inspiration to them. And, and again, you know, it, it's nothing to be ashamed of, but there is, unfortunately, a lot of people try to make you, you know, oh, you drive a Bentley, you don't want to talk to us now. You've got this, you're in this apartment, you're on this cruise ship. Um, well, it's them that's got it wrong because, you know, I think people make money. Money doesn't make make you. Uh, um, and um, I'm sure it, that, it does change you in your life, but it, I don't necessarily, you know, it changes you if you allow it to change you. And, um, you know, I'm, I feel I'm the same person, but just more wealthier than, than when I first started off. And, you know, some people call me cocky. Some people call it, um, you know, braggy. I mean, they can use whatever terms they want, but, you know, it's me that's driving the Bentley and it's not them. I never get anybody knocking me that's done better than me. But in the same token, as much as I talk about certain amount of people that, that will knock you for it, as more people will praise you for it. Yeah. There's no two ways about that. Because what you tend to do is the people that, that that are uncomfortable with the fact that you're driving a Bentley, you tend not to be around them people. Um, but, you know, I get more praised than, than knocking on it. Um, but of course, there is a few knockers out there, and 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 I've I've learned to sort of you know you, you you I say you have to tolerate it kind of thing you know but but um, you know I mean call it what you want envy jealousy there's there's millions of words for it but you know I, I don't believe in in rubbing things in people's face and you know but in the same token I, I believe in being honest about it and and you know if if somebody's given an opportunity to be able to make money. Um, and you're fit and able, but then then go for it is what I would say to anybody. Absolutely, absolutely. And you're, you know, you're so right. When it comes to people who do the knocking, it never tends to be those people who are further ahead. Yeah. 
than an individual. It tends to be those that are behind. And it does say more about what's going on for them or hasn't gone on for them. That is why I think something you said earlier, you know, is so important. It is about going to seek the evidence of what you want to achieve, what you want to be, going to see somebody else who is doing it and rather than knocking them actually understand by this and by the sounds of it that's what you did you found bill and you wanted to work out how bill had achieved what bill had achieved and therefore sought to replicate it in your own way rather than essentially sitting there woe is me why why have i not got what bill's got So you sought the evidence of how can I become successful? How can I become rich? And then gone on to give other people an opportunity to do something similar. Yeah, look, I I totally agree with you. It's it's something that, you know, from, from, you know, I bring Bill up now all these years later. And, uh, you know, without that sort of short time with him, uh, of of seeing it uh, and grabbing hold of it, then, then... you know, maybe I'd have just been normal working plumber doing very well kind of thing. But but the, the not having nothing in my in, in, in my early parts of life um, also was a big inspiration because, you know, money was hard to get by. And I was already doing loads of little jobs on a Saturday. So my work ethics were already there. I mean, because, it, you know, I, I don't know any other way of, of getting money um, other than working, you know, legally. And, and, you know, so to me, common sense is surely the harder you work, the more you're going to earn. I know some people are going to say, well, I work every hour possible and I don't, I don't earn much money because of the particular job. But, you know, if you're, if you're a road sweeper, you can't expect a bank manager's money. And I'm not knocking anyone. What I'm just saying is, you know, it goes with, with the territory. So, you, you, you know, if you're working in a factory and that's the factory rate, then that's it. Okay. Maybe you can, you have to move around a little bit. You know, you have to have, leave your options open and and um you know you know you can't expect to earn great money if it's if you're not over putting yourself out because you know one of the ingredients of making money of course it's hard work i mean i don't know anyone that doesn't make money without hard work i also don't know anybody that makes top money without employing people um and, and you've got to enter into them things um uh, that's just what i believe it is it's you know but but you know it's the opportunities are out there, that's for sure. The opportunities are out there. And I, I always say the same thing here. If I started again tomorrow, I would do the, I would think bigger. I would make a lot more money. I would be so much more grander on everything. But it took me a while to sort of, you know, get used to how big you can be. You know, and it was probably right near the end, or the last 10 years at the end, I think, my God, if only I would have thought bigger. And my advice again to everybody is think bigger. You know, if you think, you know, I'm going to get this house, well, think think one house above that kind of thing. And that's what, you know, I thought I was thinking bigger at the time, but I could have thought bigger because once you get into that league of money, it's, it's totally different. And I also realise, I know people say this, once you've got money, it's a lot more easier. There's less stress, less problems, less sleepless nights. You're not going to go bankrupt. I mean, a couple of times we nearly went um, into liquidation. Many times I've had sleepless nights. Um, you know, marriages have gone. Uh, just two days. Um, and, and, and you know, fortunately, my health hasn't gone. And many friends have gone by the wayside, and, or, or so-called friends and, and family people. Um, 
But, you know, you, you've only got one opportunity, and I'd say to anybody, you know, make the most of it. But, you know, I quite dislike it when people ram it in my face and saying, you think more about money than this, Charlie, you think more about money than this. Well, no, I have got some perspective, and, you know, I don't need to go around um, saying but the, 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 the certain charities that we help with and, and certain other situations, you know, I let people work that one out of self. I don't need to, you know, but but I, I think one of the advantages of getting money um is that you can help other people. And I think that that's, uh, I realise now how rewarding that is, very rewarding. Even though at one time I thought, I'm never going to be giving money away. I'm never going to be doing this. It just wasn't me as a kid. Yeah. You know, why would you give money away? Why would you? Why would you? And, um, you know, one, once it starts flowing in, putting it, you know, um, it's good to do it. And, and you know, it's not, it's not a case of, can you afford it? Can't you afford it? You've got to be able to, if you can do something, I just feel, look, I think what goes around comes around. And I, I'm probably going to be honest here, I, I don't know if it's the right way of saying it, but it, it seems the more I give away, the more better business was getting kind of thing. You know, it seems to be, oh, blimey, you've helped that thing, Charlie. And now all of a sudden, you know, there's a load more sort of income coming. I didn't actually do it for that, but I realised now that the more I've done, the, the you know, so... The, the, the more I was benefiting the other end. And, uh, you know, when it comes to law of attraction, and, you know, I, I'm not necessarily a particularly woo-woo person who kind of fully leans into the law of attraction, but actually in the law of attraction it says when you're giving money away, you're actually making room for more to come in. Yeah, I wish I'd have known that. Yeah. But, um, oh, I would have given a bit more away. Um you know, and and just just something that comes to my mind now, and it's something I often forget. When we used to do tours at the company of um like Princess Trust youngsters and other little groups who come around from a college and that and and various other groups, and we'd show them all around, and you know we'd show them you know impress people basically. Look at the building, look at the cars, look at the plumber, talk to look what he's earning. He's got a motorbike, and um we used to do all that to to inspire people, and and. Quite often, the first questions I was always asked was um, at the time, "Do you do you do you really drive a Bentley?" Yes. Um, do you really earn a million pounds? And the answer was yes. And and but it was on their mind. And and when I explained to them, look, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with you asking. There's nothing wrong with it. And they say, well, that's something I'd love to do, but it's never going to happen. And I say, it can happen. You mustn't have that. It's never going to happen. I said, but look, if you wanting to get a good car is your inspiration. There's nothing wrong with it. You know, we look at a footballer and he's got a good car and he does this and he's got this, where's this? There's nothing wrong with that. And I've explained to people, there's nothing wrong with wanting to better your life. And if that means making money, then that, that's the only route I know. And do you find that a really rewarding part of being who you are, what you've done, the story that you have, that other people can see you as that evidence of it being possible. Yeah, look, I'm, I mean, you know, there's a lot of people that just talk out there and, and you know, there's loads of them and they do my head in because, you know, talking shit half the time. Um, because a lot of people, it's hard to talk about how well you've done, etc. But, you know, I, I wrote a book or or, I had a, or someone wrote it for me, I think, but I've got a book out there. Um, and again, it says, the, the, you know, what I've, what I've done and what I've achieved and that. And, uh, uh, of course... I'm very proud of it. Um, and, and I know it's a big inspiration. I know it's a great inspiration to people. And, and I'm not being cocky on that. You know, I'm on this, on your podcast for a reason. It's to inspire people. And, you know, if if I don't inspire someone, no problem. Maybe try somebody else. But if I do inspire you, then great. And 
you know, I say to anybody, there's nothing wrong with earning loads of money. Any business you've got, keep it simple as you can. Um, and like like the old saying, you know, never give up. Um, you've got to put lots of hard work into it. And, um, you know, it, it's up to you. The opportunities are out there, but they're not easy. But it's up to you. And once it gets going for you, I'm telling you then, it, it's amazing then. You know, once you know, if I'd have carried on now, we, we was 50 mil turnover. My plan was in my mind kind of thing to get to 100 mil. And I know we could have achieved that. I, I know that. Um, but why did I sell up for money? And, and you know, that type of money that obviously like you, you can't even dream of it. And, you know, what you can do with that money. And, 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 you know, all of a sudden I've got this figure that, you know, 145 million. And my son still had 10% of the company. And, it, you know, I, I sold up for the money. Of course I loved the company. Of course it was hard to do, but I've done it for the money. And I feel the value of that money now is... It's good. It's good for me. It's good for my family. And it's good for a few other people that are still around me. And hopefully it encourages people, you know, to, to go out and do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I, th I think, you know, that that is why your story is, you know, is so intriguing is the fact that you said, you know, you came from you know, a working class background. Your initial aspiration was to, you know, become a plumber because that's what you wanted to do then you took that step of wanting to become a wealthy plumber and then to you know set up a business that it was very very well known you were a public I'm still are, a public figure that is well very well known for what you have done you know with that business what do you think if you had the opportunity and there was a knock on the door behind you and your 16 year old self came in behind you what do you think he would be saying to you now um probably wouldn't believe it i think um yeah i, I think in a way it, it's like i'm not gonna call, use the term fairy tale but it's like it, it's sort of a story that um I didn't really think it's believable, if if that makes sense. And, and even though it's happened to me, I think if someone was telling me this story, I'd be a little bit, are oh, you just a talker? Um, you know, because a lot of them out there. But, you know, the the one of the, the great values I've got is by starting a business and selling it at the other end, which I don't think many people achieve, if I'm being honest, because they get out somewhere where it goes wrong or they pass it on. And, and to start from beginning to end, um, it means that you can actually you know, justify what I'm saying. You know, I don't have to prove anything to anybody, but, you know, I, I, I can justify it. You know, I, I, you know, basically I talk with my money, not my mouth. Um, so it's it's like, it, it feels unreal, but I know it's real. And, you know, it's very well publicised out there. And, and the things it's led me to, you know, whether it's TV stuff or or interviews or, you know, doing a, helping out a charity thing of some kind, you know, I've done a secret millionaire once. That was amazing. Um, and uh, and being involved in a lot now, I'm still involved quite a lot now. You know, um, with, with that type of thing. And it's only you know, I, you know, I'm going to the shooting star ball on. I think it's this Friday. Um, my fiance is singing there, and 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 we was there anyhow. And we support that charity. And you know, without having money, I wouldn't be going there. I wouldn't be there. And and we've been there last year. And and it doesn't sound a big thing, but believe me, it's a big thing because. Um, you know, you get all the celebrities there, and 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 I know they're no different from anybody. But it's not the type of circles you would expect to move move in when you're when you're 16, 18 years old, starting out in life. And 
you know, there's many, many important things I go to now, and and I, it's all because of I was successful with money. Do you still get starstruck? I never said I did get starstruck. No, the sorry, the fact that you were saying the, the people I am mixing with, I can't believe I'm there. That gave yeah, me the okay. impression that possibly, okay, I will reframe yeah. that. Do you get starstruck? I don't get starstruck, but I'm amazed at these people. Yeah, you know, I I go along and I think so and so, and he's coming over speaking and. You know, as a politician and, you know, when I met the prime minister and met so many people and I think, oh, I never, you know, I do sort of, you know, think to myself, oh, this weren't on the cards, you know, and, and I'm finding these people are coming to me, not quite all of them, but, you know, like, you know, Simon Calvert had a thing on Friday last time I was there, we speak, I used to do work for him, we talk in here, you know, and I'm like thinking to myself, this was never, this was never on the cards kind of thing. So, I, I think I enjoy meeting up with them people because it, it's nice to see successful people. Um, but what I do find is, you know, so many of them know of me, and and I presume okay, they know of me because yes, it was a we run a great business. Yes, we was um, very very good at uh, PR and marketing, uh, and yes, um, you know, the company's made lots of money and done lots of things with it. So it, it's something that um, that yeah, I I enjoy that lifestyle of it. Yeah. I mean. You know, they they named us, I think, Plumber to the Stars and that type of thing. And, uh, yeah, that's great. All them things are great. You know, I, was, I remember many years ago they put in the Times, um, they'd done a, a, one of the first stories, I was a millionaire plumber, and it was like it was like a bad thing. I, I was like, oh, no, this headline's going to do me so much harm. It's terrible. And I got known throughout my career as a millionaire plumber. And, you know, looking back on that, it was the greatest thing that happened to me. Absolutely. Because, you know, people will always want to use successful people and if they were to put in the paper you've got this you know 200 pound a week plumber like kind of thing really struggling in life people weren't going to want me to work for them you you know success breeds success uh, i mean yeah, yeah i mean the, the more i talk about it the more i i, I realize now you know the, the 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 value of money i mean i've always realized the value of money because you know to want things in life you know you can only get them with money and and, and so it's a difficult one because often people go oh you know, you're a slave to a pound note. You're this, you know, I have, I have, I used to have as many holidays as anybody, you know, and, and, and enjoy my life. And, you know, the one thing I, I will do, I, you know, I, as much as, you know, I'm, I'm obviously, you know, help your fam, help family and, and that, I have four children and, and 10 great, 10 grandchildren, three great grandchildren. So, you know, of course I'm going to help them and I've helped, you know, various other people and various charities and, you know, and, and, and I have a, an amazing life that costs money. I go yeah. amazing places, and and I ain't gonna stop with that, you know. I mean, you know, uh, the, the the sad side of it is, or maybe it's not sad. When when I leave this world, I won't be leaving much money. But to me, that's a good thing. Absolutely. Who wants to be the richest person in the graveyard? That, that's exactly, and and I think that's when I realised that there is a limit. You know, there is a switch off point, um, and there, and it can be damaging with money. And and what I noticed when I first really started getting money, how difficult it is of, of how your life changes and. You know, you can get yourself in a lot of trouble, you know, and I don't want that to put anybody off, but I used to see the plumbers come on board and they was earning 500 quid a week elsewhere. Now they're getting two grand a week and their life changed, you know. And I used to, as they came on, I used to say to them, oh, look, you're, you're, you'll be going on nice holidays, you'll be buying a nice car, and I think it normally starts with the car, then the holidays, then your home, and they say, oh, no, I'm never going to buy a house. I'm not that, you know, I'm so, you will. That's what you do with money. And and it works. And, and it's a great incentive because, you know, I used to see them, you know, work through it. And then and then there was, then I'd say to them, 
there is a danger point that you know you start wanting to spend the money and not work for it and they do and and they hit that point and and that can make or break you it can send you backwards or send you forwards but you need to be aware that you know it's a rough road to make money and um you've got to be careful when you have got it you know it, it's it, it it, I didn't realise this, but of course I've learned it. And I watch so many people now. You know, all of a sudden they, you know, they come to the front too quick. And and if you know, you've got to maintain it. And you know, but some, you, you know, what I'm saying with money. But but you know, it, the good side is that you have can have such an amazing life with, with money. It opens so many doors and gives you so much in life. And you know, I, I, I am going to bring it up, even though not too much of it. You know, it also is so beneficial for. Uh, lots of other people absolutely and and that was going to be my next question kind of putting you know aside you know the family etc and supporting the family what are you most proud of with regards to what you have been able to do with what you have created oh yeah um also again it's difficult questions there's many things that come to mind the first thing comes to mind is my obe obe for plumbing services to do apprenticeship, working with the government. That's an amazing thing uh, for sure. Um, maybe the other thing that comes to mind is running a, you know, uh, the biggest independent plumbing company in the UK, certainly the most recognised plumbing company in the world. I think they come in line with that. I'm not sure, you know, if I, if I had to pick one, I suppose that without the business, I couldn't get the OBE kind of thing. Um, so I think I'm going to say the one thing is... Being successful and 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 starting a company from nothing and selling it for that amount of money, I'm going to say that's that's been my my most proud achievement. But it's but there's been many. I mean, you, you know, it really has been so many on the way. And, and the OBE is often one that's hard to say. Well, that's the greatest thing I've ever achieved in my life. But I think to 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 do the start the business from nothing and sell it at the other end and and be here today to talk about it and and and, and it stacks up kind of thing. You know, anybody that knows of me or anyone can tell a conversation um yes i'm proud of earning lots of money yes i'm so excited about it um and and you know that's that's and that's a wonderful thing but i just do know that to some people it doesn't appeal to but believe me if you've got the opportunity to do it do it and i think that is it i think you're you're very you know demonstrative of somebody who is very down to earth who is has been very very driven with regards to what they have done is very very honest about what it's cost you along the way but for me it is creating that evidence that anything is possible you can start off with a relatively small ambition but believe it is possible for you and then go on to see, well, if I can do that, what can I do next? And if I can do that, what can I do after that? And then, you know, the world is my oyster. And that that is the whole purpose, you know, of this podcast is to get people talking about money more and not, not to shy away from the opportunities that money brings but it's also to provide really easy access of the evidence of what I call the art of the possible. And, you know, the Charlie that is sitting in front of me now talking about his 16 year old self and where you are now and everything that you have done in between 
there will be a huge number of people who will be absolutely motivated by that. Yes, of course, there will be the detractors, but it doesn't matter what you do or you don't do. There's going to be detractors. And I think to have detractors and have money in the bank is a far stronger and more enviable position somebody would want to be in than have detractors, which we all have anyway, and no money in the bank. Uh, look, look, exactly. As I say, I'm, I'm certainly not negative. It's just it, it does get difficult. Um, but the people that want to listen to this will listen to it. The people that will inspire, get inspired by it will do. And the ones that don't, that, that's fine. You know, it, it, it's not a right nor wrong, you know, making no money or making money. But all I'm saying is, you know, it's, if you've got the opportunity or you can make the opportunity, it's amazing. And the life it will give you is amazing. Absolutely, you know, like the more you know, memories of all things are coming back now. And I'm thinking, yeah, it wasn't, you know, I didn't set out to do this kind of thing. And I'm wondering now if I'd have, I do wonder if I'd have thought bigger, um, you know, would have I made more money? And the answer is yes, of course it's yes. And would have I benefited more by it? Of course I would have, you know, money, money has been like an amazing thing for, for, for my life, you know, and and it's, you know, uh, it, it, it's just something that like, I'd hate to be, you know, sitting here now, or I'd hate to be not sitting here. Let's put it like that. Maybe yeah. that's a better way of putting it. That's a better way of putting it. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm more excited about it than perhaps what I'm letting on. I'm trying to be sort of, um, you know, would you say I'm trying to be realistic about it? But you know, the excitement of it really is amazing. It, it, it's amazing, and just knowing what it, what it's given me and what it's still giving me and what it gives to other people, and you know, the worry of, you know of not having to worry about money kind of thing. There's it, it, it's so much more to it. And, and and we all know that, you know, people say about your health is the most important thing. But, you know, even money can be an advantage there. It can help you on things. It can, you know, take a lot of the stress and strain away. And, and you know, it, you know, it, I know it's not the answer to all and everything, but, but it, it's a major thing. It's been a major thing in my life and many people around it. And uh, I'll go back to this. I know a lot of people don't like that, but there's a lot of people that do. And, I mean, I'll give you a great example. The my PR agent, he, he looks after Mike Ashley, you know, and and um, you know, he he says how much stick he gets, how much money he's made, that type of thing. And you know, again, he, he gets on with it, and 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 the advantage of it, and and you know, and and I'm just he's like another person that I sort of you know see where they get the downside of being successful, and there's many many other people. And when people, you know, I have to be honest, my my. Might have put down line to a lot of people because some people can be quite difficult about it. You know, you're this, you're greedy. You know, there's nothing, if you are greedy, there's nothing wrong with being greedy in a workplace. There's nothing wrong with that. But people say to me, oh, you're greedy because I want to work more hours. There's nothing wrong with that. I will say that to people. And again, you know, when the people really, really want to try and sort of knock you for it, oh, you know, you overcharge, you've done this load of nonsense. You don't run a business for 40 years by overcharging. You know, you don't run it by ripping off people kind of thing. Yeah. And, and, um, you know, they say things to me, and, and and my line at the end is, you know, who's driving the Mini and who's driving the Bentley? Yeah, absolutely. and that's what I would say say to people: if you you know, if if you, if you want to be successful, you've got to, you've got to have the drive, you've got to put yourself out. But believe me, it's achievable. Yeah, absolutely. Two more questions spring to mind. The first one is, and you've you've spoken around this to a certain extent, but what would you say if you had to just say one challenge that you have had to face 
in this 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 whole thing that's called life, what's been the biggest challenge that you've had to overcome? Okay, undoubtedly going nearly going bankrupt in uh, early nineties. Um, the the company, you know, the, 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 that side of going bust is is well, the memories will live with you forever. Unfortunately, we didn't go bust, but we was I don't know how close you can be. Um, was in trouble, turning over a million pounds at the time. I got it wrong by you know letting people owe us money. Um, so uh, and we stopped all that. We made payment on completion that changed. Most people go bust because somebody else owes them money. Yeah. It's not normally them. Cash flow, yeah. And, and, uh, and again, you learn this this type of thing. And going through that bankruptcy spell or nearly bankruptcy, and and this goes on. If you survive, it goes on for three or four years. Um, but somehow we got through it by fighting uh, through it and changing a lot. And but then the 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 memory and the bad side of that because I remember when I see one liquidator and he said you owe four hundred grand or something. Um, how much have you got? Nothing. Okay, you need to go bust. Simple as that. You know, thinking you want your handy kind of thing. <laughs> and then my accountant said I'm going to get a second opinion. And uh, we went and got a second opinion. And and this guy put it differently. He said, look. You're going to lose your ass. You're going to lose your business. You're going to sort of lose everything. Um, um, you have two choices, really. Throw the towel in or fight. And he said, if you do fight and you get through it, you come out better the other end. And, of course, that's what we decided to do. And um, But, you know, the, the 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 memory of that to start thinking out, you're going to lose your ass, you know. And I, I spoke to somebody that, that had gone bankrupt, and, and this guy was telling me, he said that, um, you know, he said, it's terrible. He said they, they knocked on his ass, came in it. <laughs> I'm sort, of, I'm sort of laughing, but not laughing a bit. Um, and he said, um, uh, he sort of took his telly away, one of his children, things like that. And, and, um, yeah, okay. them type of things are, uh, you know, is I mean, that didn't happen to me. And, yeah. and, and he just said to me, it's one of the worst things that that time that happened to me, had a cleaning come. And and I think at the time I was thinking that, you know, we had some nice things that were, you know, I thought it was nice at the time, which it was, but... Uh, even though I've got the company in 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 a problem, but uh, you know to think that could happen, and you know he's telling me with his children and things, and yeah, I, I just don't know how you get through something like that. Yeah. I mean, this particular guy he tried again, but it just wasn't going to work for him. I think that just destroyed him. So my my worst thing that I've I've done in 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 all my business life is um, so close to going bankrupt. And you know when I when I use this term second opinion, blimey, I mean. Yeah, you know, second opinion changed it for us. Because, you know, if we'd have just listened to him and the accountant, and the accountant just said to me, he said, you know what? He said, I'm not happy with that. He said, you know, there's a million pounds. This was a new accountant I yeah. brought on the scene. He says, a million pounds turnover. I'm not, let's get a second opinion. And I never used to believe in second opinions because I'm very black and white. Yes, to do that. No, we won't. You know, and most of my business life, I don't need a second opinion. But on that one, it was needed. And, and uh, so that's my worst thing. My my worst thing in in my business life is is going bust. And the best thing in my business life is um, when the lawyer rung me and said, the 145 mils in your account. Did you take a photograph? <laughs> Sorry? Did you take a photograph of the screenshot of your bank accounts? No, no I never. He just, he just rung me up. He said, yeah. Charlie said, um, you know. It's uh, there. The uh, yeah, so it's in your account, and I thought, oh my god, you know what I mean? You know, because you, you just don't, you know, you can't work this out, you can't dream this. I knew I was going to be a successful plumber, there's no two ways about that because of Bill. Yeah. That was obvious, there was no two ways about that. Um, you know, I left school at 15, 
Um, and, and I've only ever done plumbing. And I always say, you know, I, I, I realised it was a big mistake leaving at 15. You know, I look back on it now and I should have left at 14. I'd have been out there making more money because, you know, if I, you know, if I had all the brains in the world, I was never going to be this successful. So, you know, the, the fact of, of I found, I, to be honest, I say that, I said it earlier, jokingly, and I always say that, you know, when I met up with Bill, if he'd have been a bank robber, that's what I'd have been because the seeds were sown. And, and there's nothing else convinced me more than seeing the asses he working in with all this money and seeing him getting all this money and having all these nice things. And that's why I've sort of learned in life that, you know, not to show off with things, but, you know, if, if me driving a Bentley inspires someone, then that's what it's about. Why Absolutely. not? Absolutely. So bringing you forward to now, what next for Charlie Mullins? Okay. So definitely enjoying life, travelling a lot, um, you know, living in an amazing sort of penthouse in, in, on the river. Um, I've probably in Spain, a, a villa, which I've had a number of years, so I've spent plenty of time there. And, and I've just bought two more villas and I'm knocking them both down and building one big one uh, in, a, in a lovely area there uh, right near the sea um, I'm also messing about with a little I say messing about with a little bit of property I'm still you know that's what I've done forever is property you know so I'm still doing a little bit but more things that not necessarily about making money on it. it's more now about you know there's a particular use I've got for this building that does with family and also to do with, with myself um, and I'm also chairman of Great British Radio that I sort of got involved with. Um, and again, I have to be honest, the, 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 the main guy that runs it is Mike Osman. And I met him through charities over the years. He's done a hell of a lot and we worked together a lot. And he rang me up one day and said, look, you know, we need money. Would you buy in on this? And and I've done, I done it not to make money. I've done it because he's a great guy and he's done so much for so many people. Um, so I'm involved with that. And then that seems to be working. And then, of course, you know, I've been... And I've not given advice to my, my uh, fiance singer, who's doing amazing. I've actually, I'm trying to think how long I know. No, we've, we've been together about a year, but a year prior to that, and and I give a certain advice about where I think she should go, even though I don't know nothing about music. And you know that's gone amazingly well. Just just by again, you know, I think what she sees, kind of thing, what you can achieve, and also just some direct advice of saying. Yeah. You know, come away from what you're doing on this merry-go-round. She's been a singer for 20-odd years or whatever. And then, but, you know, just plodding along. And I said, you know, come out of that and start again. And, and um, you know, you have to look at the situation. I mean, if, if 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 we all done the same thing, everyone would be a millionaire. So, you know, it's got to be something different. And, you know, she's gone from 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 that. And now she's with ex-girls allowed, manager, um, Hilary Shaw. She just wrote an album in Nashville, records coming out next year. And is she going to be successful with it? Undoubtedly, because she's got the drive, um, she's got the talent, but she's also, I, I believe, got a good mentor. Yeah, which is amazing. Yeah. And that's what I've taken, you know, from our conversation today, you know, the importance of having a good mentor, the importance yeah. of having a bill, and and getting a second opinion as well, absolutely. Yeah. So how can people connect with you, Charlie? Uh, I'm on Twitter. Um, I'm not. I'm not that much in the computer, as you know. We had a problem connecting up today. Um, so I'm on Twitter there somewhere, and uh, what's the other thing? Uh, Instagram, um, and and an email. I mean, I'm happy if someone wants to email me. Uh, sorry, Charlie, and that would be Charlie at charliemullinsobe.com. Um, if anyone wants to email me, and 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 I think I'm giving a little bit of advice. Um, happy to do that. The other thing is, I have a, I have a book out called Bog Standard Business. 
and you, obviously it's not about you know me trying to make money out of the book, believe it or not. I mean, um, and you know, I think that's got hell of a lot in it. People tell me it's great, and people tell me it's very inspirational and it's very near the near the mark. Um, but if someone emails me and I want to book, my people are just send it out. It's not about the money. It's about I think it costs about seventeen quid. But believe me, if you get one thing out of that book, then it's worth it. Believe well, it's worth it's worth it. You know, for nothing. But you know, everybody's going to learn off of somebody, and I believe there's a lot in there that people can learn. Absolutely. And don't worry, everybody, the details on how to connect with Charlie will be in the show notes. So they'll be easily able to find those. Thank you very much for your time today. I've really, really appreciated the honesty of the conversation and you sharing what it has been to be the head of Pimlico Plumbers, the life that you have had and the life that you will continue to have post the the company as well. So thank you very, very much. Thanks very much for having me, and, and you know, I really hope that people just uh, take something from this and go forward, which I'm sure you all will. Thank you. Thanks very much for listening to the latest episode of the Let's Talk Money and More podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you would like to better understand your relationship with money, then please head to the resources section on my website, the Money Confidence Academy, and download my monthly Money Mindset Audit. This will allow you to create a benchmark for where your relationship with money is right now and allow you to continue to measure it on a monthly basis as you do the inner work to improve it. You will also find a copy of my Money Archetypes Assessment at the same time, which will allow you to start to really understand which are your three primary money archetypes driving your relationship with money and how to use this information to make spend, keep and invest more money. Or if you are a female online business owner, why not join my free money confidence community over on Facebook? A link to the group and other ways to connect with me can be found in the show notes. Finally, if you have enjoyed listening to the podcast, please do tell others about it. And I would love it if you rated it and gave a review.